Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey everybody, Scott Patterson, I'm Olin Podcast, about to run the audio for you from the panel discussion we had with Matt Sucre, John Cabrera, Yanni Truesdale, myself at the Epics and Chill Fan Convention in Charleston, South Carolina. Here it is. Hope you enjoy it. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. All in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. So, since the show was called Gilmore Girls, I know Matt, you came on later in the show, but when you guys auditioned, like, did you know that it was going to be this really big thing that people were going to go this crazy for? Was this something that you expected? No. Um, no, I mean, I don't even think after the show went off the air, we thought that that was going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't until Netflix that it really, like, yeah. went crazy in terms of... Yeah, and also you have to understand that you the show started, it was the very uh, highly uh, loved by the reviews and the critics and the press, but it took a minute for people to discover the show, and it was at a time where studios actually gave us the time to build an audience, which uh, nowadays it's a different world. So it, we saw it grow year by year by year, and so it was not an instant um, cultish show. <laughs> yeah. So, Matt, when you joined the show, you were kind of coming in. How did you feel about joining the show after it had started, and what was that experience like? Were you excited, and how did it feel to be, you know, get the role? Yeah, I came on in uh, season five, and so these guys are the originals right here, you know, so I was just coming in just not to try and screw it up. Um, I know some of you guys I probably did screw it up for, because there's the whole Team Logan, Team Dean, Team Jess, so 
Yeah, so when I came in, I may have screwed it up a little bit in terms of uh, 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 Team Jess or Team Dean, but um, it was already such a popular show at that time, and it was such a unique show in terms of, of course, the pace and the comedy and the writing, so to be a part of something like that was really special, and for me, it was uh, really my first job, a consistent job, so it's, it's really special for me to have been a part of it. And to be a part of something that the fans have loved for so long, so many, like you mentioned, Netflix was a whole other generation of fans, uh, to do that reunion that we did in 2015, to be able to do the reboot, um, is just a credit to all you guys because of uh, the passion that you have for the characters, the passion you have for Stars Hollow, the passion that you have for the writing and the material and the pace of it. So thank you guys for loving it so much. And I came on in season five and had an idea that it was already this very special, special show. So um, I have somebody in the audience. Cajun, California. Where is Cajun, California? Do you want to come up and ask your question? Hi, I'm Lacey. Um, so before the reboot came on, Amy Sherman Palladino was really rumored as saying that she didn't, since she didn't have anything to do with the season seven, she was saying that it didn't happen in her eyes. So I always wondered if um, y'all were given any direction as far as did that happen or did it not happen? Because that would mean that uh, Lorelai never got married to Christopher, Logan never broke up with Rory. So what, what do y'all say about that? You know, uh, the nice thing about the, the reboot or the revival was that Amy and Dan directed and wrote all those episodes. So to, to your question, you know, that was Netflix presented an opportunity where they could write um, and direct all those episodes so they got to finish it in the way that they wanted. And I think that that was really special for all of us to come back and work with Amy and Dan again because, you know, it's, it's their show. So the cool thing about us for, for, as actors um, was just being able to be able to finish the vision that they kind of originally wanted, you know. Whether they liked season seven or not is, is kind of, uh, I think, moot at this point because we had a chance to do the revival and they finished it in the way that they wanted to finish it. And you know, the, 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 what's often not talked about is that the, the writers in season seven were, were writers that were on season six. There were a lot of folks that, that passed over and, um, and they, they uh, you know, really c- cared about Amy and Dan's vision and they wanted Amy and Dan's vision to ultimately um, be the one to end this. So there, were, there was actually a lot in season seven that was left for a potential revival if, if, if that were to come. And so, yeah, and you can see that. Obviously, we all knew that there were four last words that, that Amy always wanted to get to. That was something that was known while we were shooting the show. They didn't, they didn't uh, mess with that in season seven so that... Amy could come back to it when she eventually had the opportunity, which she did. Um, I think one, one point uh, that I, I'd like to make is that, you know, with the, with the death of Ed Herman uh, really changed what the episodes were going to be. You know, if, 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 with Ed, you know, with us, um, you know, that's a whole different experience, right? And I think... You know, I think maybe uh, best laid plans, et cetera, et cetera, but maybe it was going to be a big wedding, right? The, the four episodes were going to be like, you know, the first episode was going to be uh, before the wedding, and then two and three were the actual wedding, and then the, and then the, uh, the final act. Um, but I think you have to honor somebody of the weight, uh, and uh, especially given the contribution that Ed made to that show, because uh, he's just, you know, a legendary actor. I remember the first day uh, that I was going to work with Ed Herman. And I woke up and I realized, my God, you know, look at this man's resume and what he's done uh, in the business. And uh, I was nervous. I was excited. I was, it was an exhilarating experience. He was just a really generous actor to work with. Um, he knew that I was nervous and he did everything he could to to calm you down. That's what the great ones do. You know, they, they know that you're a little green and you're nervous and you want to do really well uh, and, and they, they elevate you. So that was what Ed 
brought to the party. Awesome. So I feel like you guys, you played your characters so well and the show felt so real that like people really uh, equate you guys to those characters that you played. Like they almost expect you to be manning a coffee shop and now you have coffee that you sell. Um, you know, I think they, would, they think you're in a hotel somewhere and that, you know, Matt, you're jet setting around and you've still got a band on, right? So how does it feel to be... No, they feel that Matt's in their bedroom. That's <laughs> where they... That's right. I'm not wrong. I'll sell coffee. He can be at the hotel and Matt is like... Ding. So... There's a, I'm just, there's a distinctly different energy in this panel today because Matt's here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's loud. Matt, do you have anything to say for yourself? Um, no. <laughs> uh, I'm embarrassed. Well, we're very happy to have you here. I'm grateful to be here. You know, with these guys, it's great to see them yeah, again. Yeah, it's good to yeah, see it's you, Yeah, it's good man. to see you guys. You. And like I mentioned at the top, again, we, uh, um, we wouldn't have been able to do this, this show or be able to be here if it wasn't for the fans. So again, just thank you for watching and being so loving of the show in general, you know, and all the characters like you mentioned. So uh, Jessica Balance, where's Jessica Balance? Raise your hand. We've got a mic that's coming to you. So nice to meet you. Um, my question was, are you guys Team Dean, Team Jess, or Team Logan? I'll tell you right now, I'm this guy. <laughs> That's a cool dude right there. That is a very cool dude. We just podcasted together. He's a very cool dude. All right, I'll say the same. Don't, don't succumb uh, to it. Don't succumb to no, it. No, no, I, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my honest I answer. I, I, I just watched the series for the first time last year. So, I, so I, I have a true fan perspective on this. I am... So I began as Team Dean. Then he gets a little weird. And, and I, and, but I never, I never got on the Team Jess train. Sorry, Team Jess fans. Um, I mentioned this to Matt earlier. When the Logan characters first introduced, I found him insufferably entitled. Um, and then with uh, You Jump, I Jump Jack, I was sold. I was Team Logan for the later part. Hold on, though. I'm Team Jess for the revival. <laughs> nice, nice. I feel like I have to weigh in, right? Um... I think, uh, oh boy. You aren't going to succumb, are you? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I've kind of, um, well, first of all, I guess I, I would say, the, we go back to that question about season seven. You know, I like the way that that ended in terms of uh, Logan asking, you know, Rory to marry, marry him, and she says no. I like that individuality that she has. I feel like that's the core piece of the show. And just like at the end of the um, reboot that we did, she's also on her own. So, and I think, Scott, you may have mentioned when we did that, um, uh, the reunion on stage, you kind of were like, all three of them, none, are, none of them are good enough for her. I remember you saying that. But for me, I think the core of the show is, is Lorelai and Rory and the independence and you know, so many people who've watched the show have connected as mothers and daughters. So for me, I like the way that the show ended in both ways because she was kind of on her own. And that's, as a fan trying to remove myself outside of it, that's kind of how I saw their storyline. So I like the way that the show in season seven and the reboot ended. And that's not just me saying, oh, I don't want to pick one of those characters. It's just the core of the show for me was Lorelai and Rory and uh, feminism and mother-daughter connection. And I think that that's why people connect to the show to this day because those are universal themes. So that's why I kind of say, hey, I'm glad she's not with anyone. Yeah, you know... It you're 100% right. You know, it's, it's, it's Lorelai, it's Rory dipping into different worlds. You know, uh, Lorelai's going into the world of her parents, which she left. Then she's going into Stars Hollow. Then she's got her professional world. And then she's got the diner world. And then she's got kid world that she has to deal with because of Rory. Rory, same thing, dealing with her grandparents, dealing with 
Lorelai's adult world, de dealing with stars, Hollow World, and then Chilton, and now ultimately uh, Harvard, which she chose. But to jump on that, though, but, you know, Luke in Lorelai was so clear, you know, and that happened in the... Um, Revival, which was so great, the wedding. So that was always so clear with the fans. So those two characters had to be together. So that that was just something beautiful that we got to connect to in, in the revival because they just they had to be together. You knew right, that, right? And Luke would visit grandparents' world and other worlds, and we would see how awkward and out of place he truly was, and where he really needed to just stay. He wasn't a, a successful traveler into other worlds, whereas. The, Whereas Lorelai and, and, and Rory were, were very successful, you know, uh, and I just, we just did a podcast episode of the uh, uh, Lane gets drunk, they play the party, and she calls her mother and says, Mama, I'm dating uh, Dave Rogalski, and, and, uh, and I wish Adam Brody was here because his performance is unbelievable, unbelievable, and uh, I'm, you know, uh, so it's fun to inhabit all of these different worlds. And I thought that was one of the best examples of how I remember my high school years was pretty much like that party. <laughs> uh, with, you know, there were people puking, there were people playing punk rock music and, uh, you know, being heartbroken and fights breaking out. By the way, one of the best fights I've ever seen between uh, Jared and Milo. That was a, that was a great fight. Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where AstroPro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. And it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. AstroPro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, uh, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. And vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. 
Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Do you guys know that Scott has a podcast? And guess what? You're on it right now. I think you guys need to scream a little louder for the podcast. Wow. There we go. All right, Fran Frankie. Where's Fran Frankie? Can we get a mic over there, please? Hi, guys. Um, I have a fun question. So in one episode, Michelle comes back from California, and he was on The Price is Right. If your character could go on any game show or reality TV show, what would it be? Oh, oh that, that's a funny thought. That's a funny question. Wow. Uh, Big Brother? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> um, I don't know. You put that character with anyone, you know that you're going to have tension and friction. <laughs> so that's a funny question. Yeah, Big Brother is a funny one. Or what's that, what's that reality show where you can't see the other person? It's blind love or something. <laughs> and you ask questions without seeing the person. That would be funny. With the other panelists, what game show or TV sh- reality show would y'all be on? Or their character, your character would be on. Jeopardy. Jeopardy? <laughs> I don't know. I'll just say The Amazing Race. Yeah. Just because I like The Amazing Race. <laughs> Do you think- and it would be an opportunity for me to go see the world, I guess. Do you think your character would survive long on The Amazing Race? Probably not. <laughs> reality show. Wow. Uh, or game, game, or game, game show. show. Oh, Can you imagine God. Michelle on Survivor? <laughs> yes, I like that. I like that. You know that that's actually a good a good answer for Logan. You know, just that adventure aspect. He would do that. So I'm gonna piggyback on Survivor. We're both beyond there. Both yeah, characters. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Michelle and Logan on Survivor. <laughs> when I'm finished Jeopardy, I'll come join you guys. How's there that? You go. And we'll do a podcast. Is Anna of, of three here, or is she not here? Okay, I don't think she is. So her question was, is Scott on his podcast, you said you're re-watching Gilmore Girls, which episode is your favorite? Should no. we play Jeopardy music while he thinks about it? No, no, there's, there's a couple. Um, you know, I always fall back on the pilot, because that's when the magic began for me. Um... And I remember being on the set the first day because I was only a guest star in the pilot. I, I didn't have a regular gig. I just thought I was going to be there for 10 days and I would shoot my stuff and I'd, you know, that was a nice job. But uh, they came back and order, offered two episodes. We said no. And I was like, why did you say no? Um, and then four and then they, then we made a deal and it was all off to the races, much to my surprise. But um, I remember going there the first day and on Luke's Diner set, which is a real diner, um, and I saw, I went early because I wanted to see, I wanted to spend some time on that set to, you know, to get the, the scent, and uh, Lauren and Alexis were rehearsing a scene, and it just, I don't know, just everything clicked in that moment for me, thinking, these two are wonderful together. They're wonderful individually, and it feels kind of perfect. And it's just, it's just a feeling you get as an actor, like these two are uncommonly talented, and this looks easy for them, and, and it's such an easy chemistry uh, that I, I, I got... It, it was just one of these magical moments, and then when I watch that scene that opens the pilot, it brings back all of these great memories. So I, it's always the pilot for me. It's that song... That, where she's walking down the street and then into the diner and we first see her. And I think, here, here's another point, I don't want to take up too much time, but um, another thought I had about Lauren Graham was, we know right away that she is going to be a star from the first moment she turns and we see her face. Don't, is, do you feel that way? Did you feel that way when you met her on that show? Because she had that expression, that little... 
She had a little bit of fear and then that smile and she was going to go up and ask for the coffee. I mean, right away, instantly, you know, that's a star, right? You could just tell. Do you guys like the pilot? There's some great episodes. I mean, but the pilot for me. I have no memory as a person. I have terrible memory. But I remember calling Amy on season five, and I believe it was an episode where it was Emily and Richard renewing their vows. Is that? Okay. I thought that episode was exquisite. And I told Amy, I said, this episode feels like the whole show was there for that episode to exist. That's how I felt. So epi- whatever episode that was in, ep- in season five. The one five. The, the, where they renewed their yeah, vows. Yeah, I just thought everything about it episode. was so precious. Yeah, it was really, that was a beautiful episode and really well produced. The episode was really like, like a, lot of, a lot of background and the setting was really beautiful. It yeah. also had a like, I feel like it had a little bit of a different tone that the, uh, yeah, than, than the show so. normally does. Liana, did I say that right? Over there. She's got a question. I've got a mic over here. Hi. Um, so if Greg Henry, Mitchum Huntsberger were here, I think we know how he'd answer this question. But for the rest of the panel, given where Rory was in her life and career in the reboot A Year in the Life, was Mitchum Huntsberger ultimately correct that she did not have the it factor for journalism? <laughs> Why do you think that that question's answered? I guess I just throw that back to you. Oh, no, I, I didn't think it was answered, but um, was curious, given the revival after Yale, um, wondering if the cast thinks that there was some truth to what Mitchum said to her, which caused her to steal the boat with you, Logan. If I was in my character's thoughts of Logan, obviously he's anti-dad, and would be pro-Rory and always pushing her to go out and chase those dreams of journalism. So if I was in my Logan brain, I would be thinking she's going to go chase that passion that she always wanted to chase. Um, so I think that she's going out there and she's doing that. So is Travel Fanatic 18 here? I, my question's for Matt, because um, he went to college at Charleston. I was wondering what it's like being back here, and also, why did you choose to go there in the first place? Yeah, one of the reasons I wanted to come and do this was just because I love Charleston so much. I went to the College of Charleston, and very special place for me. In 2018, I gave the commencement address, actually, at the College of Charleston. I try to get back here once a year. Um, So I came here um, partially to play tennis, and then the other thing was when I came here, the city was just so comforting and warm, and the people are so generous and kind. Um, So yeah, I love Charleston. It's one of my favorite places on the entire planet. Do you guys have any comments about Charleston? I know that question was for Matt, but have you, any of you been here before? Is this your first time? It's my first time, and I didn't know that. It's very cool. I didn't very know you human. came to college here. Is that very, where you're very, from? Very, no, I'm, I grew up mostly in Tennessee, but yeah, I went to school here at the College of Charleston. Wow. I've, I've lived all over the South, uh, Nashville and Savannah, and I've been, you know, I've been all over the South. I've never been to Charleston. Um, and don't you call it the, the gem of the South, the jewel of the South? Is that, is that is one of its nicknames, right? Yeah. So um, if we have time, I'm excited to get out there and see it. I, I understand. And I've seen pictures and videos but before I came here. It's gorgeous. So you're very lucky to live here, and I think I want to move here. You're staying pretty busy here, but yes, it is a beautiful town. What about you, John? I think you told me last night this is your first... It's a, yeah, this is my first... It's really beautiful. I haven't really had a chance to see much, but I've heard that, that there's a, an old town section of the city? Or, or, or Yeah, like down the downtown part. Yeah, that's the part I really would like to see. I hope I, I, hope I have a chance to. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. 
From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. How many of you know that Scott has a coffee company as well? Yeah? Have any of you drank the coffee? Why did you start a coffee company? You know, I, I've always been very entrepreneurial, and I just thought it was... Uh, <sighs> Marketing and promotion takes a, a lot of time and effort and, and money. And Warner Brothers had already done that for 20 years. So I figured, genius that I am, why not start a coffee company? <laughs> um, uh, and I love, uh, I love organic coffee and um, you know, I'm very particular about it. So I you know, developed some blends over a couple of years and many tastings and, and launched a company. And uh, it's how my mother and I connected uh, in my more turbulent times in my teenage years. She would sit me down for a cup of Folgers freeze-dried crystals. Uh, and we would talk about life and what path that I was uh, going to take. Um, and uh, so, you know, it was very special and very deep for me. So it's... You know, it's five years old now, and we're, we're growing uh, at a healthy rate. Um, I've, uh, I think, you know, there were some deals thrown at me in the beginning, and I just thought, oh boy, you know, I don't want to give up that much of the company, and I kind of want to stay in control of it, because, I, uh, you know, a lot of licensing deals popped up, and, you know, that you don't do anything, and they just sort of throw you a check every month, and I, I didn't want to do that. Um, 
And it's just, I, you know, I wanted to own something 100% and feel in control of it and be a CEO and, and sort of learn by doing it uh, how to grow a company. Did you love coffee prior to, was, was like coffee like a love that you had or was... Yeah, so much that I, I can't drink it sometimes, yeah. Because it's, I have to take breaks from it, actually, yeah. But, it, but, it, but, but listen, a company is like having a child. You, you, you just have to, it grows a little bit at a time at its healthiest. If it just grows too much and it's like it gets overwhelming and... It's, you know, you, you can ruin your company by having too much success too fast. True. You know, because it takes too much of a capital infusion, a little, I don't want to get business wonky, but it's, it gets too expensive when that happens and you can like bye-bye the company. So uh, we're growing at a nice steady pace that's, that's controllable. So That's awesome. Did any of you come to Celebrity Karaoke last night? <laughs> Did you guys have fun? Yeah. Did you know that guy could sing like that? John, over here, he's like, which one of the old, you and I were the only ones there last night out of the ones on the stage, but. It was a lot of fun, but I mean, sing, I mean, Scott Porter. I mean, that's Scott. A sing, that's a singer. Scott Porter <laughs> and Stacey, Stacey Ortano, 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 they have Broadway yeah, that's voices. A, those are singers. But I think you no, I was, I was, I was like, you know, a, a, a slightly above average karaoke singer. But that's fine. I'm good with that. Did you have a band in high school or? No, I, 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 uh, when, when I auditioned for the show, I made it very clear. I, I didn't play any instruments that I'd never been in, in a band. Um, and I didn't, I didn't play while I was on the show. Uh, I learned, they, they taught it like, or they, they gave me the like, you know, the fretting. So I had to like, like learn the fingering, but I, uh, they never plugged my guitar in because it didn't, it, it, well, no, that's not true. They did plug it in and then they, and then they heard what it sounded like and they were like, no, we're going to actually. So if, if you, if, if they had just turned the camera a little bit on any shot that we, that we were playing music, you would have seen, uh, actually Dave Rogalski, the real Dave Rogalski, um, who's the husband of Helen Pye, who was one of the producers on the show, he would have been standing just a few feet away from me playing the guitar because they wanted everything to sound like it was being played on set. So it was actually being played, picked up uh, by the on-set mics. Um, but both me and, believe it or not, Sebastian Bach, both of us did not have any music, come, any sound coming out of our guitars. We were both being played uh, by... Uh, our guitars played by actors or musicians right off camera. So I know, Matt, you're on a show called The Resident. How's that going? You just, you were shooting and you came from shooting, so. Yeah, no, we're, we're in season six and uh, we're going to find our way to 100 episodes this season. So it's been great. It's been great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Scott, you're doing so. Chad Michael Murray and I actually filmed a movie earlier this year, a Western, and I think you're doing something with Chad Michael Murray. Yeah, we're up in uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia, doing a, a show called Sullivan's Crossing. Uh, Chad is playing, uh, shockingly, uh, really stretching to play this role a tall, good looking, uh, incredibly nice guy. I don't know how he does it, but he's doing it. Um, yeah, so we're up there uh, shooting. Uh, we're almost done the first season. And, uh, you know, check it out. We're hoping... Uh, it's, it, it's really like the character I'm playing is a guy named Sully Sullivan. And it's... I, I, I put it to you this way. It's like if, if Luke had never met Lorelai or they had met and never got together and he became so despondent that he closed down the diner... Uh, because she went off with Max or she went off with whoever, um, he would have ended up in Halifax, Nova Scotia at Sullivan's Crossing. So that's really the, the progression of, of Luke. That's a good, that's a just, good sell but, uh, with, but, a, I mean, with a Gilmore Girls fandom on coming it's, to watch your show. Abs it's absolutely true. I mean, you can, you can imagine Luke turning into that character if certain things hadn't happened. In his life, if that magic angel from above had not touched his life and saved him, 
He would have ended up in the woods. <laughs> do, you, do you guys have anything that you have going on that you can talk about? I know sometimes... I did a show with Melissa. Uh, we shot it in Australia last year, and it came out a month ago on Netflix called God's Favorite Idiot. Um, so that's now available, and I'm doing a Canadian show season three. I just finished shooting it, but it's in French, so I, unfortunately you cannot see it. It's called Les Mecs, which means the guys. Yes. Matt, do you have anything else that you want to talk about besides the res? I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Yeah, the resident's not enough. What? What more? No, I mean, is no. there something more than a hit TV series? No, it's just what, what are you? What are you going to be doing next after this next show? No idea. Like, <laughs> no idea. No, I can just you can to, you see into the future? Yeah. No, no. I just want to say congratulations to all you guys. The, the coffee, the work. The you had a, a company yourself. And, um, and the work you're doing, it's just really cool to hear all that. Some of that stuff uh, I knew about and some I didn't. So that's, I just wanted to say that. They're keeping themselves busy, right? Uh, is Sweet Motion 75 here? No? Okay. They want to know, in your opinion, who is Rory's baby's father? What was the question? I didn't hear it. <laughs> Rory's baby's father. What was the question? I didn't You've hear it. You've gotten really good at not answering that question because I asked you that earlier today. <laughs> you know what's funny is that uh, one of my best friends I've known since uh, nine years old, his wife is a huge Gilmore Girls fan, and we would go out drinking together, and she would try to give me more drinks. She's like, come on, come on, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. And I wouldn't even tell her. You know, um, I, I feel like that's, that's Amy and, and Dan. They created the show, and... And I feel like it's for them to say whoever that. Do you may know be. though? Can we get it out of you? I, I know what I know what they they told me, but that that could have changed, and they haven't said publicly what it is. So I kind of leave it to them, and and you know they they're the one who gave me a shot. I to, think it's, I think it's, it's hard to imagine. I think it's hard to imagine. I think it's hard to imagine that it's not Logan, right? I mean, it's either Logan or the Wookie, right? No. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I just think the time, I think that if you just look at, it's, I think it's either Logan just based on the timing in the story or, which, you know, I, I actually like this answer a little bit more, it doesn't really matter because we don't know and they chose not to tell us, so that's the answer. That's why I don't say anything because if they want to say Amy and Dan, again, it's their vision and I, I personally love that ending that they got to say their last four words that they wanted to say, that it's not all wrapped up in a bow, um, but it does come full circle in terms of that story, so I just, I love the way it, it, it ends in that way, you know, I really do. Um, I tell you this, though, uh, I think it matters to Rory. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, if she had the attitude, well, it doesn't matter. It's like, it's, I'll just have the baby. And... Well, I mean, it, I don't think that it matters story-wise. Like, I, I, like I, don't, I don't know if, if, if that's the end, right? If it's not the end, then... then not answering that allows, like you just mentioned, it allows for them to decide whether or not they, you know, can make a new decision. That is, that is the biggest cliffhanger <laughs> in the history of television. How do you end it there? There has to be more. Scott correct? more. Correct? <laughs> I mean, how do you feel? The last four words. Boom. But That's if we do get another, if we do get more, then they're not the last four words. Do you think Logan knows? No. Do you think, yeah, think Logan deserves to know if he is the father? Ooh, that's a good question. Again, I, I would leave that to Amy and Dan because it speaks to, again, if this is really the end or not. You know, if, if it's not, then as you mentioned earlier about Ed Herman, I mean, life changes, characters change. Uh, when we did the reboot, um, every, all those characters were in a different place. So it, it, you have to see the story to know in terms of what would be right for the story. But isn't it interesting, the void that Ed left? Absolutely. And, the, and that's the reason that the episodes feel kind of strange, right? I mean, just it's like he, he was such a... Um, you know, he was such a, a touchstone, wasn't he? He was such a, um, an anchor for that show, even though I don't, I don't know that he was in every episode, but they were in a lot of them. 
right? They were in most of the shows. Kelly and Ed were in most of the shows. Um, but wow. I mean, just having this giant painting of him in the episodes, I mean, I mean, but I mean, just, you know, just such a void that you feel. So how do you, you know, how do you tackle that? Because then the question, you know, maybe John's right. Maybe, the, maybe it's unanswered. It's open-ended and that's it. Because how can you continue it without Ed? Right? How, is it, how do you do that? So it's, I think f for Amy and Dan, that's the equation that is bedeviling them, right? Would you guys, obviously if you were available and it worked out, would you guys do more? Are you guys willing to come back to Stars Hollow? Yes, for sure. I mean, I don't see why not. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm in. I'm all in. <laughs> Again, I, I personally like the way that it ended, uh, story-wise. It's not wrapped in a in a bow, but Amy and Dan and their writing, and it, as I mentioned, that's the first job that I really had as a main job, and I love them, and I love their writing, and I love the characters. Then I'll, um, ma I'll make yeah. you a deal. What if we go to Amy and Dan, you and me? Okay, we'll get on a private jet, we'll go. But it'll burn clean burning fuel. It, it'll, it'll, it'll be carbon neutral, and, but it'll be private jet. We'll go to New York, we'll sit them down at the Algonquin, which they love. If it's still standing, is it still standing? I don't know. Does anyone we'll pitch, know? We'll pitch them the following idea. Do a goddamn huge wedding, double wedding, for Rory and Logan, and Luke and Lorelai. Are you with me? You want to do it? I mean... I'm, I'm, okay. All right, Tara, Tara, book the private jet. We're going to go Monday, no, okay? I, I mean, I, I would say anything that Amy and Dan want to do, I would want to do. You know, that's how I would answer it. Again, I love the end of the way the story is, but Amy and Dan are, are some of the best writers, period, in television ever. You know, so uh, and history, yeah. And and and, um, the, the, and Amy's broken so much ground in terms of the current show that she has, in terms of the awards she's won. So um, you I want to see you on Maisel. Unbelievable. Yeah. So they 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 are they are just uh, some of the best writers ever. So of, of course to work with them again. And absolutely. I think I think they're so good is because they listen to great ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're really, you're really selling this. I, I, would, I, I would actually, um, I would like to see some spin-offs of the show. Like, I, I, I would like to see a Michelle spin-off. I would like to see, I would like to see a Stephen Kwan spin-off. Right? Cousin Turner spin-off? Is that a little too obscure? Do you think Michelle owns his own hotel by now? I don't know. He's so intertwined with Lorelai, and for me, I've always dealt with that character as if she was my big sister, my little sister, sorry. Um, and I don't know that he would want to do something without her in some ways. Maybe they could have a chain of hotels. Yes, maybe, perhaps. <laughs> Although I don't see Michelle liking a chain, the idea no, of a chain. No, he probably wouldn't. He will. He would. He would do it, but he would be disgusted yeah, no, with that, it. That would the be painful. Time. That would be very painful. <laughs> well, I think our time's about up. We have about a minute left. Is there anything that you guys would like to tell these lovely group of people before we whisk you away to some other fun thing you're doing today? Photo ops and autographs. And just uh, thank you for being such great fans. Whether you discovered the show last week, last year, ten years ago, twenty years ago, appreciate you. Uh, we can't do what we do without you. Uh, and thank you for coming today, traveling uh, wherever you came from to such a hot place. Maybe you came from a hot place, but if you came from a cooler place, really doubly thank you. And uh, we'll see you at the tables. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Scott Patterson, Yannick Truesdale, John Cabrera, Matt Zuckery, everybody.
don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, scottyp.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, scottyp.com. Grade one specialty coffee. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 